Thank you very much, my dear listener, for choosing our station. This is a new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Today you'll be having a Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. The story is about the parable of the three servants. Thereafter, we'll be having Brother Steve Rundu talk about stewarding God's call, Samuel's story. During the Bible segment, to start off his song, Yesu Nirafiki, by Parkland's Youth Choir. It is now time to welcome the Bible in Living Sound to share with us. For the kingdom of heaven 
is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants. Yes, Master? You are one of my best servants. Thank you, Master. I'm going away. While I am gone, you are to take care of part of my goods. I shall take the best of care of them, Master. Yes, I'm sure you will. For the God of Heaven has given you an unusual amount of wisdom, willpower, and concern for others and their possessions. You will not let God's gifts to you lie useless. You have been active and studied and developed those abilities you were born with. That is why I leave the greater portion of my possessions in your care. You shall be responsible for these five talents. What shall I do with them, Master? Just take care of them against my return. How you do it, I leave it to your discretion. I shall do the very best I can, Master. I'm leaving on a long journey and shall not return for several months or even more. Yes, Master. My possessions must be protected from thieves while I am gone. Of course, Master. You've been with me a long time and served me faithfully and well. Thank you, Master. Therefore, I shall leave a part of my goods for you to take care of. I thank my Master for his confidence. So, I leave these two talents in your care. I shall require them at thy hand upon my return. I understand, Master. Any special instructions? I leave them in your care. Do with them as you will. Remember only that you will have to make an accounting when I return. Yes, Master. You, uh, you called me, my master? I did. You have heard by this time, I'm sure, that I go on a long journey and must leave my possessions in the care of my servants. Yes, master. Have no fear. I will guard them with my very life. Well, I... Uh... I already have left most of my goods in the care of other servants. Oh, well, I'm sure they will do a good job for my master. Hmm. I want you to meditate and think upon one fact. Though I leave you with only one talent, remember that one talent is as important as many talents. In fact, you have to have one talent before you can have two, and two before you can have four. Very true, master. Very true. I shall require an accounting when I return. I need two talents very badly. If you'll lend them to me, I'll give you 20% interest. 20% <laughs> is too much. I'll let you have them for 5%. Now that the master has gone on his journey, what are you going to do with the talents you left in your charge? Exactly what he would do with it. Put them to use. Increase them. Do good with them. But what if you lose? If, like the master himself, I am fair and honest and above board in my dealing, I shall not lose. Perchance I do, though, I'm sure the master will understand and forgive. Just exactly what did the master want me to do with the talent he left me? There isn't much one can do with just one talent. Had he left me many talents, then I would use and increase them so that he would have more on his return, but not just one talent. The best thing to do is to hide it, bury it deep in the ground where no one will find it and steal it. <laughs> yes, that's what I will do. <laughs> The master just returned. So I understand. He'll want an accounting of his goods immediately. <laughs> I'm ready for him. He'll have no complaints of what I did with his one talent.
Oh, we master. missed you, Master. I'm certainly glad you're back, Master. <laughs> I've been gone a long time, and I'm glad to be back. Are you all prepared to give me an accounting? Yes, Master. Any time, I surely am, Master. You give me an accounting first. You other two wait in the outer chamber. Yes, As Master. As you wish, my Master. Uh, let me see. I left five talons with you. Here they are, Master. And here, Master, are five other talents. I put the original five talents to work, Master, and increased them to ten. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Master, thou left two talents with me. I put them to work and used them. And behold, Master, they are increased to four. Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Well, my master, I have good tidings for thee. Indeed? Thou trusted me with one talent, and behold, Lord, I knew that thou wast a careful, prudent man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not planted, I was fearful, lest I lose thy one talent, so I hid it in the earth, and lo, Lord, here is thy talent that thou gavest me to keep. Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou oughtest to have put my money to the exchangers and increased it. Therefore the talent shall be taken from thee, and given unto him who hath ten talents. Unto every one that hath shall be given and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. I hope that you've indeed enjoyed that story from the Bible in Living Sound. Remember to send us reviews, comments, or questions about this program. Write to the producer, Adventist Soul Radio, PO Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Let us listen to music in my soul family with the song Gina Lathamani.
Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I hope that you enjoyed the show from wherever you are. It is now time for the Bible segment. Join me as I welcome Brother Steve. Stewarding God's Call Samuel's story. Our key text this day comes from the book of First Samuel, chapter three, reading from verses one to verses twenty-one. I am going to read just part excerpts of this book. To all of us who have read this part, it talks about the story of Lord's call to Samuel. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could not barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again the Lord called, Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. My son Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. The Lord called Samuel at that time and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, Speak. Lord, for you a servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling us at the other time, Samuel. 
Samuel. Then Samuel said, Speak for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, See, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears of it tingle. At that time I will carry out against Eli everything I spoke against his family from beginning to end. For I told him that I will judge his family forever because of the sin he knew about. His sons made themselves contemptible and he failed to restrain them. Therefore I swore to the house of Eli, the guilt of Eli's house will never be atoned for by sacrifice or offering. Samuel lay down until morning and then opened the doors of the house of the Lord. He was afraid to tell Eli the vision, but Eli called him and said, Samuel, my son. Samuel answered, Here I am. What was it he said to you? Eli asked, Do not hide it from me. May God deal with you, be it ever so severely, if you hide from me anything he told you. So Samuel told him everything, hiding nothing from him. Then Eli said, He is the Lord. Let him do what is good in his eyes. The Lord was with Samuel as he grew up, and he let none of his words fall to the ground. And all of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, recognized that Samuel was attested as a prophet of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, and there he revealed himself to Samuel through his word. The book of First Samuel contains two well-loved Bible stories, both of which place young boys in noteworthy stewardship positions. The first is the story of the call of Samuel. The other is the account of David and Goliath. In 1 Samuel 3, we read the narrative of young Samuel, the boy who mistakes God's represented nighttime calls for summons from the aged priest Eli. Samuel's touching obedience stands in stark contrast to the evil in the lives of Eli's sons. Evil that the old priest tolerates. In this period of decline under Israel's judges, God establishes Samuel as his prophet calling on him to serve as trustee of his law and word. Preach and author Oswald Chambers reflect as follows on the nature of God's call in the believer's life and the importance of our obedient response. The call of God is like the call of the sea or of the mountains. No one hears this cause but the one who has the nature of the sea or of the mountains. And no one hears the call of God who has not the nature of God in him. It cannot be definitely stated what the call of God is to because it is called into comradeship with God himself for his own purpose. And the test of faith is to believe that God knows what he is after. The call of God only becomes clearer as we obey, never as we weigh the pros and cons and try to reason it out. The call is God's idea, not our idea, and only on looking back over the path of obedience do we realize that what is the idea of God. God sanctifies his memory. Then the path of obedience, when we hear the call of God, it is not for us to dispute with God and arrange to obey him if he will expound the meaning of him, his call to us. As long as we insist on having the call expounded to us, we will never obey. But when we obey, it is expounded, and in looking back, there comes a chuckle of confidence. He has done everything well. Before us there is nothing, but overhead there is God, and we have to trust Him. When Jesus Christ says, follow me, He never says to where, the consequences must be left entirely to Him. We come in with our buts and supposings, and what will happen if I do? We have nothing to do with what will happen if we obey. We have to abandon 
God's call all unconditional surrender and seemingly wash our hands of the consequences. Faith is not resignation to our power we do not know. Faith is committal to one whose character we do know because it has been revealed to us in Jesus Christ. As we live in contact with God, his order comes to us in the haphazard and we recognize that every detail of our lives is engineered for us by our Heavenly Father. If we are going to live a life of faith, we must rest in our hands in spite of all apparent contradictions. When has God called you? To what extent has your response echoed young Samuel speak for your servant is listening? What part does faith play in your answer? Let us pray. Lord, help me to hear your voice when you call and help me to answer like Samuel did. Here I am. Send me. This is my humble prayer. I have prayed, trusting and believing in the mighty name of the Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. We have come to the end of our show for today. Please send us reviews, comments, or questions about this program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 4276-00-100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. I've been a host, friend, and presenter, Samuel Mange, here to remind you that better days are coming, even after fighting COVID-19. Stay put, stay safe, stay at home.
wetu sisi wa Kristo akija atukute tutayari akija na utukufu wake wafufu wote watafufuka wenye dhambi watajificha kutoka mbele za Bwana lakini panaposiri pa kujificha hapatakuwepo tena ombi letu sisi wa Kristo akija atukute tutayari akija na utukufu wake wafufu wote watafufuka Watajificha kutoka mbele za Bwana lakini panaposiri pa kujificha hapatakuwepo tena je utakuwa wapi ewe mpendo wengine wakijificha uso wa Bwana toka kwenye kundi lao wasitao kuepukenga dhambi ya Bwana safari ndani safari ya Bwana usifeli moyo Kimawinguni tumwa 
Sivyo 